Booker T. Washington was one of the most influential African Americans between about 1890 and 1915. So he was the advisor to many presidents, and he spent a lot of his career in education. He became the president of the Tuskegee Institute in Alabama, which was a college that formed teachers. Well, one afternoon in an exclusive neighborhood in Alabama, Booker T. Washington was walking along and this wealthy white woman who did not know who he was stopped him and said, hey, would you like to earn a little money chopping wood for me? And he smiled and rolled up his sleeves and started chopping wood. And then he hauled the wood into her house and placed it by the fireplace and he left. And a little girl said, do you know who that was? That was Mr. Washington, the president of the Tuskegee Institute. Well, she was terribly embarrassed. The next day, she went to his office and apologized profusely. And this was what Booker T. Washington said. It's perfectly all right, madam. Occasionally, I enjoy a little manual labor. Besides, it's always a delight to do something for a friend. She warmly shook his hand, and his humble service really endeared this woman to the point that she influenced her wealthy acquaintances to support the Tuskegee Institute. Jesus in this gospel is not saying that we should not aspire to greatness. That's a good desire. We should want to be great saints. But he's really kind of upturning what it means to be great. In worldly terms, greatness is about fame and popularity. How often do we worry about what others think about us? Look, true greatness is not about how popular you are on social media, how many likes or followers you have. True greatness is not about having the esteem or admiration of others. It's not about power and wealth and prominence and influence. Greatness in God's kingdom is about humble service. And who models this but Jesus himself? On my 30-day retreat this past summer, The heart of the 30-day retreat is just to biblically reflect on the life of Jesus. And in one word, you can sum up the life of Jesus. Humility. God became little for our sake. God, who created the universe, who's holding all things in existence, emptied himself to become totally dependent on Mary and Joseph. That's humility. He grew up in an obscure place in Nazareth, born into poverty. And when he began his public ministry, he made it clear, I'm not here to be served, but to serve. God washed the feet of his disciples. There should never be a form of service below us. I mean, Booker T. Washington was a great example of that. He wasn't afraid to chop wood. 
even though he was the president of this university. This is the attitude of the Christian looking for opportunities to serve. It kind of goes against our natural fallen nature. I remember as a kid, I would do anything to get out of service. Feigning illness. Telling my mom it wasn't my turn. I didn't want to do the dishes. How many of us honestly try to get out of an event early so we don't have to be part of the cleanup crew? I mean, look, we don't naturally, we're not disposed toward wanting to serve. This goes against our fallen nature, but it's the way of true greatness in God's kingdom to stay around, to help clean up, to serve. Now, I want to suggest that we begin looking for ways to serve in our own family, anticipating the needs of our family members. Father Bill is a good priest friend of mine, and he shared with me, they had their parish picnic, and he had a parishioner come up to him and say, Father, I see all these people volunteering at the parish picnic, and that's a good thing. We need volunteers at our parish picnic. But this man said, you know, I I, I feel like I should be doing more at the church. I see all these people serving. And Father Bill said, well, what's your vocation? He said, well, I'm married. I I say I have five kids. And Father Bill said, I told him, the greatest gift of your time and talent is to serve first your wife and family. Well, the man kind of lit up. And he said, you know... Just a few weeks ago, I took one of my sons on a long walk, and he spent about the next 10 days talking about just the time that I spent with him. See, his son experienced his father's personal love and attention. We should begin there by anticipating the needs of our family members, by looking for opportunities to serve right under our nose. Look, charity begins at home. I'll conclude with this. Humility doesn't mean to think less of yourself. It means to think of yourself less. Humility doesn't mean to think less of yourself. It doesn't mean to beat yourself up or think ill of yourself. It means to think less of yourself by getting out of yourself and focusing on others. Love always flows outward toward others. It empties ourselves and flows toward others. It begins with our family, and then it even goes beyond our family to our community. It's a giving that we receive, and in serving others that true greatness is found.